0: I'm Tanner Johnson. And I'm Jack Dodgen. We're from the East Side Church of Christ. Teen life can be difficult to navigate. New emotions, experiences, pressures, and challenges shape what we understand about our identity. It's almost like navigating a maze. Twists, turns, dead ends. Uh, the race can be both exhilarating and terrifying. At Through the Maze podcast, we believe Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. When we put our trust in him, we can navigate the maze and build our identity based on who he says we are. And in the end, find life and life to the fullest. Thank you for walking alongside us today. Hey everyone, Uh, welcome back to the show. Uh, Glad you're joining us. Uh, Today we're going to be talking a little bit about peer pressure and speaking of peer pressure, I've got my minister friend, co-host here, who I have peer pressured into joining me today. Yes. Uh, for yes. the show. <laughs> um, how you doing, Turn, Jack? Turns out yeah. I'm a bad example. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Get peer pressured very easily. Right. Right.
1: Oh, got Jack here. How you doing, man? I'm good. I'm good. good. Enjoyed the first episode. I think others did as well. And uh, let's keep the train rolling. Yeah. Sounds good. Sounds Do some good. more. Uh, there's a there's a cliche saying
0: that goes with peer pressure, and it has to be said whenever you're talking about it. You know, you have the whole statement of your mom saying, if all your friends wouldn't jumped off a cliff, would you do it too? Uh, I'm kind of in the camp of it's. De- it depends on how many have jumped first and how many survived, you know, and how many. You- how big's
1: the cliff? Right. Um, the I read a story about sheep, by the way. Oh, yeah. And cliffs. Yes. Oh. Uh, that sheep, they're they're stupid. And yeah. They'll just okay. run, off, <laughs> right. they'll run off the edge of a cliff. Uh, but I read a story about how enough sheep, Ran off the cliff first, that they cushioned the fall. Oh, nice of the back sheep. (laughs) So maybe that's something to consider with this question. Right. Okay. Yeah. How many people are jumping? (laughs) (laughs) Will it cushion my fall? Yeah. Check on the pile down there first. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. (laughs) Um,
0: Okay. So yeah, we want to talk about peer pressure. It's a very, it's a very prevalent issue. Uh, Eighty-five percent of high school students report having felt peer pressure at one time. Uh, there's this there's this idea that goes with peer pressure that 28 percent of kids say that giving in to this pressure helps them move up a social ladder, uh, and there's there's only 10 percent of kids that say that peer pressure has never influenced them ever, which sure is, yeah sure yeah. right okay. yeah. Well, yeah yeah whatever uh-huh. yeah. Um, but we see peer pressure all over the place, and one of the craziest places that you know is most out there is these r- ridiculous like. tiktok trends i got a list of some of these here that like uh make me hurt when i listen to or when i hear about them yeah yeah that's probably (laughs) um we should be very clear that uh, in this list to follow we are not um giving the okay on any of these absolutely the opposite like don't do these or we'll make fun of you harshly maybe the close Um, thing but definitely not these yeah yeah so uh one we had here (laughs) happened last halloween um it was the glue on vampire fangs mm. challenge mm-hmm. where people took some type of super glue and they glued these vampire teeth yeah to their teeth so super glue
1: is not supposed to go in
0: your mouth that's not where it goes no, um that's not where yeah it goes. it's not not what it's about uh, this one really hurt me like thinking about this one the corn cob challenge and basically what you do is you take a, a corn cob and you attach it to one of those spinning drill bits so it's like um yeah, yeah little yeah. gun things you know that you push and it does yeah. the drill yeah um and it was kind of like having that cartoonish type effect where, you know, the corn's going real fast and you know you're you're just knocking them all off. Yeah. Um. It, it actually it gained most attention whenever the singer Jason Derulo uh, actually chipped, chipped a tooth doing this. Yeah. Um. Uh, do you, you know any Jason Derulo songs? Are you a fan of his?
1: I I'm not. I, I'm trying to. Uh. Yeah. uh mm, what you say or whatever is not that him? Yeah, I think, I think so. so. Mm, what you say? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He probably okay. wasn't saying good things. No. Sure yeah. He's, yeah. Corn does go in your mouth. The corn drill, does. The drill corn, doesn't. Corn does. <laughs> the yeah, drill does right. not. That's right. Um, There's no theme here, and I don't like it. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. That's that's a uh, um, next one that I I looked up that was one of the top trends is the pee your pants challenge, which is exactly what it sounds like. I you, did that one. Oh yeah. I was yeah. three. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> you should have videoed it. I've been it. there. Yeah. You Should yeah, have videoed yeah. it and put it online. I, this went viral. I guess things have got got really slow during lockdowns and stuff. It's like hey going right. to Video this, and yeah, Peter go pants. for it. Right, it's gonna do that. Okay. Um, this <laughs> one is actually one that I've I've heard from from our high school group of kids have talked about the the mm-hmm. bathroom challenge at their schools where there are kids that steal soap dispensers and water fountains, fire alarms, air dryers, and other things throughout the school. They're just grabbing stuff, taking them off, and going. Um, it's yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It, it happens, but I don't know what you're gonna do with one of those once you have
1: them. No, but also, that's a crime. Yeah, and you're filming much. yourself doing it. Yeah, that's not smart. Don't do that. Yeah, so do uh, that. so be careful, beware of that.
0: Uh, online challenges are nothing new. Like one one that I remember uh, being, a, I actually did this one uh, was the ice bucket challenge. Uh, it was supposed to raise money for ALS, yeah. so we had a way of justifying doing that uh, goofy thing, right? But um, do you have any funny, dumb peer pressure stories? Anything that you've been a part of?
1: I'm not well, not not off the top of my head. I yeah. don't have a I don't have a problem yeah. saying if I was a part of those yeah. things, but yeah. uh, not not one that can I, I can think of. Even the ice bucket challenge, I didn't yeah. get nominated. Didn't get nominated. I didn't get nominated, oh, man, so didn't. I, didn't even, <laughs> I didn't even get to <laughs> yeah. participate. Yeah, man. I. Maybe I'm so far outside of the circle right. of cool that <laughs> yeah. I wasn't impressioned enough <laughs> oh, to man. even move up uh, the social ladder. That's app. right. Yeah, you're like, like way down there. on All right. Yeah. Well, um, I'm gonna change my news <laughs> regulations.
0: That's This'll right. Be cooler. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let's start. <laughs> we'll just start doing some some of those trends and go. get there. Um, <laughs> not the corn cob challenge. I veto that one. But yeah. uh, I mean, I know one one for me like. Uh, this is actually pressure from siblings and people, down, was the uh, star tripping. You ever hear of that one? No. It's like you go outside and you, well, maybe I shouldn't be like advertising these Don't do this. But like, yeah, don't do this. <laughs> I'm sure it's damaging. But you look straight up at the stars at night and you spin around. I think you count to like 20 or something. And then somebody shines a flashlight at you and then you just fall over. Like your body can't help it. You just okay. trip over and you fall. I don't know if you've heard of that. I ha- right? haven't. Okay. But
1: okay. now I recall similar oh. peer pressure okay. story. Okay. It ha- involves spinning. But yeah. we, were, we were looking straight down and spinning and then mm-hmm. jumping into a pool. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you can't tell which way is up when you do that. And it's uh, terrifying. <laughs> for a yeah. uh, don't do that either. Yeah, but, don't do that either. Uh, yeah. I do remember doing that. Yeah, that yeah. That was not smart.
0: Oh, man, yeah. But it's it's a big deal. It's kind of crazy the stuff you'll do yes. when you get that that push from people yes. around you. Yes. Um, and I know that some of this sounds like we're making a little bit of light of peer pressure, which some of it, you know, I don't know. But some of it's harmless. Some of some of it is, has a yeah.
1: potential to be extremely damaging, and I we're going to talk a little bit about that. Right,
0: here. right. Um, there's there's been stories of kids that have died from some of these challenges that we're, yeah. we're talking about, like um, they, they just like there's one that was really dangerous out there, like the blackout challenge, where they would make themselves pass out. Yeah, them. there was a kid that yeah. had passed away from it, like die. so. there, it can be very, very dangerous, but. Uh, where our focus is going to lie for the rest of this episode is on some of maybe the more subtle version of peer pressures. It's not the peer pressure that's going viral, I guess, but there's normal, everyday decisions that are made based on the influences of others, yep. right? Yep, um, And I've, I've got some statistics here um, that uh, are pretty serious. You've got... Um, of teen smokers say that they started smoking due to peer pressure, okay? Okay. Uh, About 33% or one-third of teenage boys uh, feel pressure to engage in sexual activity. And that, uh, on the girls' side, it's about 23%. One-fourth of teen girls feel this pressure. Constantly talked about when I was in high school. Yeah. All all the other guy
1: friends I was interacting with. Absolutely, yeah.
0: And it almost became like something, like your value was defined by what you, yeah, it was, it was crazy. It's crazy. That pressure that's there. I'm sure it's only worse today. I I don't know. Um, but, uh, 40% of teens feel pressured to only post content online that makes them look good. Yeah. Which I mean, makes sense. I'm actually was kind of surprised that the number was that low. Um, (laughs) when I looked at like 40%, like I'd figure that's probably more than, uh, more than that. But I mean, That's what the stats say. Sure. uh, This one was kind of scary to me. Uh, Teen drivers, actually, their risk of death rises by 44% when another teen is in the vehicle. Um, They are two and a half times more likely to take risks when they're behind the wheel. Uh, I mean, I kind of attribute this to probably just trying to impress their friends, you know, doing something risky. Uh, Yes. Which, and then it bumps up to three times more likely to take these risks when there are two or more teen passengers in the in Yeah, the
1: nobody's leaning so. over to dad in the front seat going, check how fast this bad boy can go. Yeah, that's right. I, it's, it's only yeah. with your buddies yeah, on the, yeah. oh, that's fine, country road, nobody's going to get hurt. Right, here. right. Mm, yeah. Yeah, shoot the
0: gap, you know. It's, yep. Yeah, for sure. Um, one in three teens have had one or more alcoholic drinks before the age of 15. Uh, three. That's about three and five have it by the age of 18. So um, th- there's that pressure for the alcohol yep. pushed on yep. uh, teens as well. Um, 2,500 t- teens a day abuse some type of pain reliever for the first time. Uh, a third of the respondents, they report that they felt pressured into at least trying them. So mm-hmm. there, there's that they've attributed to pressure yeah. um, from others. So uh, if you take that number to 2- 2,500 a day uh, for a, year, that's more than 900,000 mm-hmm. in a year, have tried some type of pain reliever for the first time. Um, a, a little bit on maybe like the less deadly note, I guess, is uh, we got 41% of teens are pressured into being mean to others. Sure. Uh, they, they feel the pressure. of, doing that. And then uh, 44% of teens are pressured to lie, steal, and cheat, mm-hmm. or cheat. So uh, some crazy statistics there, but pressure is always right yeah, there everywhere, everywhere. yeah um but it, it isn't always negative i mean we we do want to look at the negative so that we can think about you know there, there's some pretty serious consequences giving into pressure like that but uh it's not always negative maybe you get yeah. pressured into trying a new sport and you end up loving it like you never thought you could do that but you end up loving it uh, you get pressured into reading some book or something, uh, and you really liked it, or you get pressured to go and go into some events where, uh, you meet a new friend and then you become close. For it. you yeah. know, there's there's things like that. There's always these ways that we can that you can be encouraged or pressured into doing the right thing. Maybe if you're talking on like the spiritual level, church level, yeah. you have friends that want to push you to grow closer to God. You start a Bible study together, or you read scriptures or, or whatever. Uh, there there's positive ways of doing this. but Yeah, um, c- community
1: yeah. has influence is the point. And that right. can be used in a, it can be a tool used in a very bad way yeah. or a tool used in a very good way. It's not something that we're going to avoid entirely. It is a tool that exists. It's the way our minds work. Yeah. Uh, and so trying to figure out Okay, how do I determine the good influences versus right. the bad influences, and, and follow there? Right, and right, Bible says a lot about this. Oh, as for it sure, turns out. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Well, as we get into
0: our scriptural uh, applications, uh, we're gonna start off talking about being wary of negative influences. That we need to be aware that that's out there. Um, there's a lot of proverbs on that. You get into Proverbs 13:20. It says, "Whoever walks with the wise becomes wise, but the companion of fools." suffer harm. Uh, you get to Proverbs twenty two, twenty four and twenty five. It says, Make no friendship with a man given to anger, nor go with a wrathful man, lest you learn his ways and entangle yourself in a snare. Mm. Uh, then you get uh, this this third Proverbs we have here, Proverbs sixteen, twenty eight says a purse, a perverse person stirs up conflict and a gossip separates close friends. So you, you kinda have this this picture of the Proverbs is the book we go to whenever we're thinking of, you know, wisdom, you know, things yeah. that um, have been gained in in life but um, it, there's all these topics about be aware of who you're around right be careful about those who are fools and um, those who get
1: angry easy those who are perverse and gossip and just being careful about that you, you start to pick up on people's actions and reactions to things and when mm-hmm. you're around that enough then you go well this is this is how these people react to it right. and you start reacting that way without even thinking about it, because yeah. that's what you're yeah. used to seeing and experiencing all the time. Yeah. Uh, that's that's where that danger comes in, is peer pressure isn't even something you think about yeah. at all. It yeah. just happens. It just, you, right. you are, uh, this sentence has stuck with me for a long time, you're a product of your life's experiences. Mm. The people you're around, the stuff that you see, what you witness, mm. what you hear, all of that shapes who you are, and you yeah. always have to be careful about what those influences are yeah
0: for sure like I, I had heard it i've heard it said before and it, i think it's all along the same lines of what you're saying like you are uh, you become or like you have the most greatest the the five closest people to you um that kind of makes up who you are the way you see the world you know the, the your five biggest influences who you spend the most time mm-hmm. with they have like it, it greatly you know impacts on yeah them, yeah the way you make decisions what who you let into your life and who you feel your life uh, makes a big difference, but, I uh, wanted to get into the story about, uh, Jesus and he has this interaction with Matthew, the tax collector. And this is, this is almost used as an argument sometimes for talking about, you know, staying away from negative influences. Sure. Like, uh, he, there's, there's Matthew and there's, there's Matthew, the tax collector, and there are Pharisees and their teachers that are questioning why Jesus is eating with sinners and people like that. Uh, when we look back at the Proverbs, I guess, uh, you can see that their concern is almost reasonable, you know, uh, because their Bible, you know, that it said be aware of these poor influences. Yeah. And uh, Jesus is able to kind of cut through a lot of that because of, he, of his vision and values, which we're going to discuss a little bit later. Yeah. But uh, we often take this story as, uh, well, we, we often take this story and some of the others where Jesus is spending time with these the sinners and uh, people like that, that we can justify spending time with whoever we want. Uh, at least we don't have to take their influence on us into account whenever we're right, thinking about right. it. Right. Um, and I, so I think there's some misconceptions about um, being judgmental uh, when it comes to you know just evaluating someone's influence. You know. Um,
1: yeah, I mean, we we can't ignore, and, and we will talk about this in a moment. Mm-hmm. But we can't ignore this being the light in the world that that asks us to mm-hmm. go be a part of people who may have negative influence right. on us the idea behind all of that is we should have you know those five closest to us or that group that we're associated with christianity is supposed to cut through all of that stuff uh, transcend all of those things Uh because of how it causes us to view ourselves and view other people and all of this and when we're constantly given christian influence with worship with bible study with times of fellowship then we can go into situations where yeah, they might be negative influences, and and cut through all of that right. and show them something better. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Because I mean, we Jesus gets to the end of that section talking about Matthew the
0: tax collector, and he says, uh, like, it's not the sick who need a doc; it's not a it's not the healthy that need a doctor, but the sick. Yeah, rather. Yeah, uh, and it's uh, just kind of this idea that I mean, he he sees it differently. He he sees people differently than we see people, yeah. right? Like we talked about earlier that. Um, How teenagers will often, and I I think adults as well, give in to peer pressure because it's going to raise their social status or something. So we we almost see people as opportunities to raise our status or to get ahead or what do I need to do to, you know, progress or to be liked or to be um, included. I think things like that when Jesus sees people in a different way than we often do. Um, But uh, Jesus doesn't really often speak very specifically on peer pressure, uh, but... We do have some thoughts that we can take from uh, some of his teachings that are worthy of our attention on this topic, I think. Uh, Matthew chapter 16, verse 6, uh, he'll say, well, it says, Be careful, that uh, Jesus said to them, be on your guard against the yeast of the Pharisees. Uh, and I thought this kind of goes in direct, I mean, not contradiction, but it, it's kind of a different way of looking at people at the same time, that if, if all that matters is acceptance of people and not judging people, like, period, that's it. Jesus probably would have referred to these men the same way as he would tax collectors, right? Yeah. Uh, you you would think uh, maybe there's a little bit of a different standard. These men uh, profess to be spiritual leaders, uh, They but they would also still be the sick in need of a doctor, yeah. like, wouldn't yeah. you think? Like um, Jesus is kind of saying to have awareness of influence. Uh, it's, it's even more clear in another situation where Jesus is talking about Another issue with the Pharisees and Sadducees, and he talks about like from, from their heart come these evil thoughts like murder, adultery, sexual immorality, theft, false testimonies, slander. He acknowledges that there are things that reside in the heart that we need to be aware of, that, um, that, that it comes from
1: people we need, to, we need to be aware of, that influence that's out there. Um, yeah, one of these things with the of that. <clears throat> with the Pharisees and Sadducees is they they know their text better than mm. everybody else, yeah. but they're using it in a way to uh, we'll say negatively influence people. They may mm. be quoting scripture, but then they're yeah. twisting yeah. those things all out of control, and so you have this yeah. very harsh. Reaction from Jesus yeah. because it's a fair reaction. Right, right. They're, they're taking God's word and messing uh, it all up, and causing people to uh, and another part of the gospel be told, "Look, people are people are going to be condemned mm. because of your teaching. Yeah, uh, you're making it impossible for them to follow God. So that's why you have right, Jesus being yeah. so harsh with them. Yeah, uh, even though they are very much sick too. And right, <laughs> they need right. A, yeah, they need yeah. A healing
0: Right. Yeah. Um, but I, I think there's also something, the verse that's very core to this idea yes. of peer pressure and um, the way we need to look at our influences is uh, Matthew chapter 5, verse 13 that we're looking at today. And that's in the Sermon on the Mount. It says, uh, You are the salt of the earth, but if the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. Uh, in, in this sermon, we we're kind of called to be aid, agents of influence in the world. Yes. Uh, salt is... Salt is effective when it's applied to something bland, right? Uh, there's a loss of effectiveness when it becomes like the environment around it, everything else that's there. Uh, there's this need to be diligent. Uh, being diligent is not just – well, we need to be diligent. Sorry, excuse me. Um, it's not just about fitting in with the worldly things around you. You're not supposed to fit
1: around, fit in with the worldly things around you. We're yeah. supposed to be something different and better. Um
0: yeah, it's and that's that's the contrast
1: simple. between the that's the contrast between the two groups here. Beware the yeast of the Pharisees, which mm-hmm. the whole point of yeast is it infiltrates the dough that it's in and causes yeah, certain yeah. things to function. Right. Certain way. Paul makes the same. Uh, Paul has the same illustration in First Corinthians, where he mm-hmm. says you can't let this sinful behavior keep going because right. a little leaven yeast leavens the whole lump of yeah. of, of bread here. Uh, So you have to be careful about that influence. And then you have Jesus, on the other hand, saying, take God's word. That's the good part. Actually live those things out. And you go be this salt, this yeast, this influence out in the world uh, around you. Right,
0: yeah. So instead of like going out and stealing because others are stealing, lying because others are lying, uh, stay away from that. But uh, being different brings strength to our testimony uh, about Jesus. Like, Like we are able to be a light or we're able to be salt uh we're able to make a difference because we don't look like everything else. Yeah, it's you know? it's not it's, just <clears throat> yeah.
1: everybody else is lying, so don't lie. Right. Well it's okay, don't lie, but tell right. the truth. Right. And yeah, show people yeah. that truth is better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's uh, yeah. what being an influence looks like. It's For not sure. not doing the bad things. It's right. also doing the good things yeah, that you've been yeah. asked to do. Absolutely. Um and so uh now I want to look a little bit at being
0: a positive influence. We're going to look at some scriptures there too, because like, like you said, it's not enough to just
1: avoid be, the bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah we avoid the to bad. We need to practice things. the good. Yes. So uh,
0: we wanted to look into that and look at some uh, some scriptures that go along with that. So.
1: Yeah, again, in, in Proverbs uh, 12, 26, the righteous choose their friends carefully, but the way of the wicked leads them astray, uh, pointing out uh, those people that you look to in your life to have the most influence on you. Okay. you mm. have to intentionally choose good good influences. Right. Uh, don't get don't don't just go with well these happen these people happen to be around to me. Yeah. Okay. Well, mm. think about it a little more. Right, right. Uh, what do they do? What do they say? What do they think? What's their background? Yeah. Consider all of that. Right. Uh, when you get into choosing friends. Uh, Hebrews mm. 10 uh, 24 and 25 uh, give us this encouragement to uh, stir up one another to love and good works surrounding ourselves with christians should hopefully cause us to be encouraged when we come together to go mm-hmm. all right now i'm going back out into right. potential bad influence right who am i supposed to be yeah yeah, yeah. um i know that uh, something that i talked to our our youth group
0: about a lot is that um this is kind of our our place to practice this stuff to to get out and be different like yeah when we when we come together it should look differently than the rest of the world around us you know we should be it should be an escape from some of those pressures for a for a time. Whenever yes. we come together as a youth group or as a church, like we we escape those pressures for a little bit, but we also stir each other up to let's let's go out into the community and do something good. And so I like I, I try to try to put that out there a lot, you know, just to kind of say, you know, we, we need to consider this is this we are supposed to be different and let's let's go for it, you know. Um we have a lot of the Christian teaching is just and tradition is built around this call to community and the influence to encourage each other to the love and good works. Yeah. Um it's it's not taking these positive relationships for granted and just letting them and go away it's saying like I, I'd rather go and spend time with people that are going to increase my social status, you know. But I'm going to really dive into these positive
1: relationships. You know? Um Yeah, and that that uh brings us back to that Matthew five passage of mm-hmm. immediately following the salt influence. It's not a different Idea. It's Mm. a similar illustration to further drive home the point. You're the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand, and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before Mm. others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. Uh, There is, if you go immediately over to Matthew 6, then you have this giving, praying, and fasting discussion, Mm -hmm. and... You have Jesus saying, "They do it to be seen by others. Yeah. They have the reward here, uh, but you go do these mm, things in yeah. secret." Okay, well, but what about this passage? Right, yeah. It says, "Let others see your good deeds." Yeah, it's all about what are we trying to do? They're giving yeah. praying and fasting was the social status. Yeah, that's what yeah. it was all about. Jesus is saying, "Look, you you mm. live for God. You reflect Him in the things that you're doing. Oh, yeah. Don't just do the bad. Avoid the bad things." practice the good things be that influence so that you can show them this this beacon of hope that that you are a part of something better uh, than mm-hmm. what this world has to offer uh, that Jesus is the light uh, and that right. you want them to join and be a part of all of that
0: Right right it, it's kind of this this choice to follow Jesus's way not for this raising in social status but because it's right yeah. you know yeah. at at its very core it's what the world needs yes. you know it's what it's what uh, we're supposed to take out uh, as we go, right? Um, so we we had some of our spiritual uh, applications, and I wanted to add a little bit of a practical application as well. Uh, some things that I've looked up from different um, different sources as far as like psychology uh, recommendations, you know, yeah. different journals, things yeah. like that, um, as well as paired with some some scripture things here. But it, it should all go together; it's cohesive, right? Yes. Um, most critical when it comes to dealing with peer pressure is deciding before you leave your house what are your values and standards like before you even go anywhere like what are your standards what are your values um problems with peer pressure I, i think both positive and negative is that our decision making just kind of defaults to what everyone else thinks we should do yeah um it's it's kind of a I mean, not that you were always in control, period, but right. it's kind of a, a surrendering of, like,
1: I'm going to do what I know I should do. If you, know? you don't determine who you are, yeah. then other people will determine that for you. Absolutely. You You have to know uh, who you are in response to God making you, right. <laughs> creating his right. image, and how yeah. you're going to do that. Otherwise, it's just, you're just going to go with the flow. Sometimes it's good. Going with the flow right. is good. But right. in this case, Going with the flow, depending mm-hmm. on who you're around, uh, may end up being a very bad thing right, for you. right. And I mean, even like um,
0: having your your standards and your values established, and then being open to you know maybe seeing a little bit of what's going on uh, as far as like maybe somebody's trying to push you in a positive direction. You yeah, don't realize yeah. it. It's kind of being aware and open to that, but knowing where you stand. Uh, it's, it's really hard to stand up for those values when you haven't really established what they are. In Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 4 through 9, um, God has kind of said what, what to do. He's given this yeah. instruction. Yeah. He says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, uh, these commandments that I give you today are to be on your hearts, impress them on your children, talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. Tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your foreheads. Write them on the door frames of your houses and on your gates. Um, Jewish parents were given this instruction to make it abundantly clear in every opportunity that they had that uh, just every opportunity what their family was about and. Um, it's about like when we're walking on the road you're talking about God whenever you are uh, like when you're sitting at home It says when you sit down, when you get up, whatever you do uh, you need to be sharing this Um, and so the question for us to reflect on then is it abundantly clear what you stand for? Uh, Like have you, have you, I know that there's this general idea where we say like, well, we love Jesus. And once again, that's a great, yeah, fantastic. Like, that's wonderful. What does that mean? <laughs> yeah, right. It's, it's like yeah. when we were talking about goal study, like it's very vague and then yes. bring it down. Yes. Have you sat and thought about it? Like we spoke about writing our goals in the last podcast. Maybe this is somewhere to sit down, like pull out that journal that I recommended uh, and start writing down some, some things. Uh, maybe it's during a devotional time. Just write down some value statements. You know, yeah. uh, things that are very practical, very like you you experience it or it, it's something that people uh, tempt you with maybe on a daily basis. Yeah, like write down: I don't steal, I don't bully people, I don't cheat, I am kind, I encourage people, I work hard. Write write those things down and like make it make it to where like. It, someone questions where you stand you're able to say this is where i stand because i thought about it and i've decided this is
1: what what i'm all about it might even be good to add um you know i i don't cheat because god has not made me uh, to take those things i I encourage people because uh, god has made me to be an encourager Uh, one of the uh one of the things that i was pressured into by i say pressured there was Mm -hmm. a guy in one of my classes at high school that asked me twice hey, you want to go mm-hmm. <laughs> just do drugs after school? <laughs> yeah. Ask me twice. Don't know why. We just sat together. And so he yeah, asked, and I yeah. said, no, that's not something I do. And he said, yeah, you know, whatever. If you mm-hmm, change your yeah. mind, come join me. He didn't care. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Pretty was, chill. Yeah, it was <laughs> like... perfectly fine to go with the flow, uh, on that. But uh, in talking to a minister friend, he said, you, you missed an opportunity mm. to say, why? Yeah. Why? And I wasn't thinking about why. I just, yeah. well, Christians don't do that. But he didn't he never heard me say that yeah yeah maybe i just don't do drugs cuz i don't feel like it or right. i have stuff going on that day and so i can't join him and right. all that yeah i had an opportunity to let him know no jesus what because of what jesus has done i i can't do these right. things this this is not who i am and also he doesn't want you doing those right, things he's got right, better yeah, in store yeah. for you uh so add add that yeah like, yeah keep this list these value statements and why you have that value right That's, yeah
0: it's yeah. It's a remembering your why, right?
1: I like yes. remember why you yes. do things. Uh, very yes. very solidly
0: grounded. That that's awesome. Um, another another bit of advice, uh, something to go with, is uh, make sure you set your boundaries. As and teens might shut off whenever I say this, but also respect your parents' boundaries that yes. they set for you. Yes. Um, I know that we we kind of give a negative connotation to boundaries a lot of times. We we. We think that they're restrictive and, oh, they're just not letting me have fun and live my life, but, or like, I, I'm choosing not to have fun and live my life. What? What's going on here? Yeah. Right? So I just think we, we kind of have this negative idea of boundaries when they're really
1: put up for a reason. Boundaries yeah. are keeping you from consequences. They aren't holding, they aren't holding good things away from yeah. you. Within the boundaries, there are good things. Right. and. Right unfortunately we don't always understand that until we go beyond the fence and realize, mm-hmm. Oh, it's actually dangerous out here in the wilderness. There's right. trouble here. Yeah. Go yeah. back in, you know, learn, right. learn from that first. I say that knowing full well, you might learn that hard lesson. <laughs> right. Uh, and right.
0: I mean, that's why they, that's why they draw lines on the roads and highways, yes. you know, so you don't, you know, just, we're not just driving on this one. They're little keeping day. me from you, the good part of the road. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, all the potholes are on this side. Right. Um, but uh <laughs> hey, Dad,
1: watch how fast this car yeah, watch goes how on car. other lane that's right that's right
0: uh-huh. um like and also talking <laughs> about boundaries as far as like someone trying to escape some of this peer pressure you know i i would think that parents for the most part would definitely rather you make them an excuse than for you to do something that's going to take your life in that yes. direction yeah uh they like absolutely blame them <laughs> say like i can't do this i mean obviously we want to be able to say like i don't I don't do this because I am firmly rooted in Christ, or like I know yeah. Christ wouldn't want that. But you can also say like, "Hey, my parents told me not to." <laughs> like, if, if you if you're not if you're not courageous enough to, yeah, it,
1: maybe it's some like, put it on them. Your parents right. probably went there. They probably yeah. went beyond where they were supposed to and learned the hard lesson. Right. So don't right. say, "Well, you, my parents did this." Yeah, right. So don't repeat. The right. same mistake. Right, right, Learn from the mistake. Right, and they, be better. Yeah, be most better parents could were.
0: probably they could probably write their own book of proverbs with some stuff yes. that has <laughs> gone on in their lives. Um, so another another thing to think about, and this kind of goes with all of it, is to game plan for pressure. Okay, uh, be thinking that peer pressure is on the horizon. Uh, maybe maybe you've felt it many times already. You've gone through it. We can. You know, you're going to come in contact with that person that's going to ask you to do something you know you shouldn't do. Plan for the, that pressure. Like uh, yep. a, a good way to make an example of this is that uh, basketball players they practice being under intense pressure before they ever play the game, right? Um, like they'll they'll practice in game situations where it's like one team's gonna be set up and they're five points down, they have a minute left on the clock, and they're trying to simulate this pressure of the in game yeah. like seriousness. And there's there's this expectation that they might have to deal with this pressure situation when it really counts. Uh, they understand this is, this is the play when the pressure's on, this is how I'm going to feel. Maybe this is what the team's going to try to accomplish. This is my role. This is where I run. This is what I do. Uh, the team is, the team is not thrusted into a high pressure situation without thinking it over first, at least the successful ones, I guess. Right. Um, but you know, we're, we're typically aware of the people in our lives that are going to try to put pressure on us. It's not going to be a, well, I guess maybe you had a situation where it was a random kid that you sat by, but, um. It's not always going to be that random kid in the hallway that comes up to you and says, "Hey, steal this paper towel dispenser." It's going to be that person that you have some type of relationship with. Yeah. You've had conversations yeah, before. Yeah. And that that's why there's pressure. It's because like I know this guy. Like I have to walk by this guy every day in school, you know, I have to, you know, um, but make a strategy for how you're going to talk to them or how you are going to avoid them if you can't handle that kind of pressure. Um, uh, maybe be thinking about what excuses can I make to avoid giving in to this? Um, think about who is a trusted friend that I can ask to come with me? That can support me. Their strength in numbers. Yeah. Fight bad peer pressure with good peer pressure. Uh, be that person for someone else. Like turn flip flip that there. Be someone else's support system. Help them say no. Be thinking along those lines. Um, give yourself permission to avoid people or situations that don't feel right. Um, we 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 can really struggle with that to say like oh I shouldn't avoid them. That's being judgmental and awful and stuff. But uh, as you said before like. You know, it's it's important to assess your risks of yeah. of uh, what's gonna happen with somebody. Um, another bit, if you feel stuck, ask a parent, trusted adult, mentor for advice or help. Uh, don't feel like you're alone in it. Like uh, if you feel like it's just every single day this guy's hounding me or like this person's just won't stop, talk to somebody about it, yeah. talk to somebody you trust. Even if it's just venting for a little while, if it's an unavoidable pressure, just vent about it with somebody. Get somebody that can encourage you to do the right thing. Um, Another another thing to maybe think about is to be informed about what giving into behaviors like this might might do to you. You know, if I give in to these pain relievers for the first time, what's going to happen if I get hooked? And where am I going? Like, if if I get into a car with these other friends of mine and I'm reckless. Like, what's it going to do to my life if I'm in a wreck or if someone
1: in the passenger seat, you know, doesn't make it if I hit somebody head on, you know. Um, Yeah, a lot of these short-term things that we're pressured into are going to have long-term consequences. And so try to – the trouble or the the trick is thinking about the long-term and not the short-term. Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: So as followers of Jesus, we are given a challenge and a responsibility to be salt of the earth and a lie to the world and it's not always easy uh, there's this belief that if we follow the crowd we're going to attain status we'll be uh, popular we'll be we won't be left out or we can avoid being a victim if we just go along with what everybody else does salt and light have this in common in order to be effective they have to be different than the environment that's around them they also have to infiltrate that environment from time to time um if we constantly give in to negative influences, we begin to blend in with the hopeless, stead spiral of these worldly pursuits. And uh, Jesus provides hope. Jesus provides purpose. Jesus provides the love and meaning that we're all truly after and really what we're trying to find through giving into this pressure and stuff like that. Um, what's cool is when we resist the worldly pushes to take over our lives, we get to be that beacon that shares all that Jesus is. Um,
1: we get to share all that Jesus is offering to the world. Yeah. So know your value in him. Absolutely. Uh be a positive influence, surround yourself with positive influences and that'll help you with your pressure. It'll help you get around the negative side and into the positive.
0: Absolutely. So that, that's going to wrap up our podcast for today. Uh, as always, uh, share it with friends, tell them about it. Um, if if you want to do wanna, it. Do yeah, it. that's what do it. Yeah. Be a, do do some positive peer pressure. Go be salty. Uh, and yep, yep. Uh, we are I, I think that's that's all we got today. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, thank you for being Thank you for joining us on the Through the Maze podcast. This is the part where we navigate teen life together. Subscribe and like this podcast. Share it with friends. Leave a comment about your experience dealing with the issues we talked about. We don't pretend to have all the answers. We'd love to see you share what has worked for you and what hasn't worked. What are your stories about dealing with today's topic? It's also an opportunity to share a word of encouragement as we try to understand where Christ is leading us as we navigate Through the Maze.